Your brain might just help you learn something in more ways than one. Welcome to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Dr. Bell is a licensed marriage and family therapist. He'll be your guide on this crazy exploration designed to bring life back into our existence. Can you become the element of change in an ever-changing world? Possibly, but you've got to listen on to find out. Now here is the host of Absurd Psychology, Dr. Gary Bell. Hey everybody, we're talking today about the will. How, you know, where is the will? Where is your will? You know, a lot of people have lost it. Uh, This COVID crap has got everybody locked up in their house, locked up in their life with so many limited uh, decisions, a socialist government. I mean, it's pretty much a crazy world right now. And a lot of people have lost their free will, their will. Uh, As a matter of fact, this whole pandemic has been an attack on a person's ability to have free will. Now, in modern psychology, the theory of the will is pragmatic. The will is not regarded as a separate uh, psychic faculty, but it's considered to be a quality or an aspect of behavior. Now, you know, if, if you look at the ideals of what makes up a person's will, it's, it'd be like the fixing of attention on distant goals and, and relatively abstract standards and principles of conduct that may be correlated to what are called values, uh, the weighing of alternative courses of action and the taking of deliberate action that seems best uh, uh, situated to serve specific goals and principles. It also has the inhibition of impulses and habits that might distract attention from or otherwise conflict with a goal or principle and uh, uh, perseverance against obstacles is the big part. And that is, and the frustrations and the pursuit of goals and the adherence to principles. And so if you think about it from those terms, those are very important aspects of a person's will. Now, here's an example of will. You know, a lot of people, when they're married, they choose to try to be married. So that means they have a back door. So they, I'll try this, I'll try that. And there's just a lot of unhappiness because people are indecisive and flaky and weird and have trust issues and and conflicts in their character. And so in in marriage, it can be a very frustrating prospect, especially when you're trying to be married. However, marriage is really a will or won't proposition. You're either all in or you're all out. And if you start playing the field and playing the sides and creating trust issues, you will destroy your marriage. And so people that make that kind of a commitment in life need to understand you don't redebate your commitment. You go back and you do it. You will do it. And that takes your will, which I would suggest is your essence, which is your spirit, which is your soul driving you to do what is right. And it's very important for us to understand how to use our will because, you know, if Frederick Nietzsche created this concept of will to power. Will to power. That means we use our will to drive us forward to do things that we want to accomplish. Great leaders use their will to create decisions and help and do hopefully good things. Some have no will and they will do what they're told. For example, we live in that day and age today. And so, you know, sadly, We don't have leaders that have a will. And when we don't have a will, we don't have ourselves, our essence, what brings us. And so it's very important to understand 
that that's a slippery slope. And a lot of people lose their will. They lose their drive. And then they live in what's called limbo. They live in mediocrity. And they do mediocre. And mediocre does not taste good, does not feel good. But it is what most people slip to when they don't have their will. You know, to do anything hard in life makes your life easier. And so it's very, very important to have a will. If you're going to do anything hard, like write a book or do something, you know, difficult, like work on your house and fix something or, you know, get outside the box and do something hard, you know, plan a very uh, intricate and, and interesting vacation, you know, things like that. Take a will. And, and you need to grab that. And you need to grab that, especially when things are hard that you're not enjoying. You know, that's how we learn. And so people that don't use their will have a hard time gathering more information, have a hard time getting more wisdom, and have a, ta- a hard time learning experientially in life because they don't take chances. They live in fear rather than faith, you know. Life is a faith-based venture. We take one leap of faith after the other. We get married, buy a car, take a job, have children, have a family, buy a house. All these are leaps of faith. We don't know what they're going to look like down the road. We just take that leap and follow the journey. But it takes commitment, and commitment is where the will comes from. And that is what we need. We need more decisive people. We need more will in our life, and we need more good goals for all of us, and we need to serve each other better as people and you find strengths within ourselves that help make other people's life better. You know, the real thing that takes away from a person's will is a lack of suitable goals, a lack of suitable ideals and standards. And once again, they live within that try mentality, which is where most people are. The try mentality, that, that is the worst word in the English language, try. You know, indecision is brought about by your attention shifting from one option to another course of action to another, and so we're continuously debating. The inability to choose between alternative courses of action, uh, you know, the inability to stay in a decision once it's made, the inability to break habits, the inability to resist desires, impulses, urges, all these tear down our will. What's interesting is when people are decisive, That teaches other people how to love you because they know what you like and what you don't like. So people that are decisive have a tendency to grow their life because they make decisions and now people know how to support them. People that are indecisive, it's it's even difficult to learn how to buy them a, a birthday present because they're so indecisive. You know, it's sad, but we have to commit to things in life if we want to learn and if we want to define our character. You know, there's another word that's called volition, and it is kind of related to will, and it's, it's the cognitive process by which a person decides on and commits to a particular course of action. And it's defined as uh, pur- uh, or pur- purpose- uh, purposeful striving, and it's one of the primary human uh, psychological functions, you know, and, and it's it, it also has to do with motivation, and motivation requires emotion. And that means we have to have emotional intelligence to be able to pick an emotion that will motivate us, even if it's a negative one, like rage or anger or frustration, whatever that may be, if that's going to motivate you, use that emotion to do hard. 
Now, willpower is a concept that assumes we're under rational control. And the reduction of the same thing is the lack of willpower. And so the fact that we turn our rationality to serve our impulses or wishes, sometimes we have great willpower in pursuing them. You know, I, I mentioned Frederick Nietzsche, but, you know, it's interesting, and I hate to say this, but and because I don't certainly don't support the outcome, but this is what Hitler did. He borrowed the will to power and drove the country into a concept in which he had written a book about uh, Mein Kampf and basically was able to drive that country in a direction using his will as a leader. And sadly, some people will lead in a negative fashion. I'm hoping that once people get their will, they use it to do constructively and good things to help other people in this life. You know, we, we may rationally know that our behavior is destroying us, and is costing us when we commit to doing a negative thing. If you put willpower behind a negative thing, like becoming a burglar or becoming a stalker or becoming somebody that does horrible things, rapist, whatever, if you're going to put your will behind that, you can do enormously destructive things. And so some people carry their will in a different direction to hurt others. And so we have to be very careful how we choose to use our will. Many people believe they could improve their lives if only they had more of a, you know, a more willpower with more self-control. We would all eat right. We'd all exercise. We'd avoid drugs and alcohol. Say, save for retirement. Stop procrastinating achieve all sorts of notable goals. We would leave behind depression and anxiety. Just if you think about it, depression and anxiety, if you can afford to be depressed, drop yourself in the middle of a jungle and see what happens. Because if a person's going to choose to be anxious and depressed, they will not survive. That's, for instance, why we need the will. We need the will to drive us. And we need to find that within ourselves of what motivates us. What, what are we passionate about? What are we purposeful about? What do we want our last days when we leave this life? What do we want to leave behind? And it takes a great will to leave a great life. You know, the lack of willpower isn't the only reason you might fail to reach your goal. But, you know, it, there, there's other components for achieving objectives. You know, you need to establish motivation for change. You need to set a clear goal. You need to monitor your behavior towards the goal and be responsible. And, you know, whether your goal is to lose weight, to kick a smoking habit, you know, study more, spend less time on Facebook. Willpower is a critical step to achieving the outcome. And it's also the ability to resist short-term temptations in order to meet long-term goals. And there are good reasons to do that. You know, you know, many people find themselves extremely frustrated and they see something that gets in the way and then they stop. They will stop in the middle of something that could help their life because they see a barrier and they have no faith. They live in fear and so they drop it. And so a lot of people will procrastinate, put things off, or just not do, or stop in the middle, or self-defeat because they don't have the will to finish. You know, the benefit of willpower is to extend well behind, beyond your younger years. It's to go all the way through your life. And, and those patterns, you know, are, are very important for us to learn in our childhood to be strong-willed, 
to, 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 to do well in our family, to do well in our childhood, to learn how to study, to learn how to be patient, to learn how to make friends, you know, and, and finding the meaning of what all that is about and what we're going to do with that, let's say, education, with learning how to make friends. What are we going to do with that? You know, we have a common names for willpower, determination, drive, resolve, self-discipline, self-control. But a lot of psychologists characterize willpower or self-control in more specific ways, you know, like the ability to delay gratification, resisting short-term temptations in order to meet long-term goals, the capacity to override an unwanted thought, feeling, or impulse, or the ability to employ a really good thought system of behavior rather than a hot emotional system because when we make emotional decisions we are making our worst decisions and our most regrettable decisions which is the main ingredient caused by anxiety and depression is we operate off of our emotions as our decision maker rather than our thoughts you are what you think you need to operate by thought. That is what drives us. Use your emotions as the fuel, not as the driver. Unfortunately, a lot of people will do what they feel. They will make emotional decisions like getting divorced or whatever, or you know, buying a house they can't afford or putting themselves in debt, credit card, whatever. Spin, 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 overspin, reward themselves greatly for whatever they want to reward themselves for. But the bottom line is, is we all lose when we make emotional decisions, especially collectively and in a series of depression where that leaves a bunch of devastation in our life. And so sadly, you know, we have to become conscious and effortful and use ourselves to drive ourselves. Use our soul to drive us to do better things. You know, when willpower fails, exposure to a, 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 an emotional stimulus essentially overrides the cool system and it leads to impulsiveness. And some people may be more or less susceptible to those emotional triggers. And it's a slippery slope and they just keep sliding down that emotional slope because they thought their intuition, not their depression, they thought their intuition was taking them in the right way. Well, it doesn't. And if you get your will behind a negative direction, you're going to find yourself in a really bad place in your life, especially if it has to do with spending, especially if it has to do with betrayal or trust issues or, or you know, being that impulsive emotional decision maker. We do not want to do that. We need to take a time out and and, and, and grab onto our feelings and, and take uh, control of them and manage them because those emotions can run your life in a very bad way. You know, willpower is, is, is different to many people and it's largely been held up for about, you know, a century where people have started to recognize willpower and our will. And that's an important aspect of our life that we really have to think about. We really have to put some brain power on our will and we need to know how to find our will. And so later on in this show, we're going to go into that. We're going to actually figure out how to grab the will and to make use of it and how to exercise that muscle and how to use that in our life to do great things. You know, after a, a long day, you know, if, if, if you've spent a long day doing something you don't like, you may reward yourself by eating a, a pint of ice cream or maybe even a quart or a gallon. Who knows? But a lot of people do that kind of stuff. 
and they use that as a reward. But what is it? It's a teardown because it creates cholesterol and it busts up your body and it creates fat and it does all kinds of things. We tend to reward ourselves with negative things because we become what are called emotional eaters where we eat what we feel rather than what we think. You know, if we have what's called ego depletion, which means we have a lack of willpower – it's, it's, it's connected to a limited reserve of mental energy. And once we run out of that energy, we're more likely to lose control. And that's a theory. That doesn't mean it's a fact, but that, that's a particular theory that's very human. And, and we have to understand that um, ego depletion or the lack of willpower means we sit in limbo in an indecisive place in our life. And it doesn't taste good, it doesn't feel good, and we don't allow ourselves to thrive. We have free will. Even if the law and the government has chosen to take it away from us, and we've let it take it, take it away from us, and if we don't get our will back, we won't get our lives back, but we'll just keep narrowing down like a funnel uh, our choices because government would love to make all of our decisions for us. They think we're dumb as a box of rocks, and they know better. And so the bottom line is we have to understand that we need that we need that willpower to drive our life and that means we start carving our niche in the existence of the world and our niche in how we help other people's lives how we reach out how we love how we cherish how we make uh, other people's lives better with our purposeful gifts and our passions that we have each one of us have our own particular passions and gifts, and we need the will to drive those things forward and make our life valuable. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back and talk more about how to get that will back. So come back. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Dr. Gary Bell is available for speaking engagements as well as teaching at your seminar or workshop and life coaching via telephone Skype or in person in the Seattle area. Dr. Bell brings his no-nonsense, straight-from-the-hip discussions each week on the show, but it doesn't stop there. Learn about motivation and psychology, one-couple marriage repair, a two-day workshop in Seattle, and more. Visit drgbmft.com today or call Dr. Gary Bell at 951-818-7856. That's drgbmft.com or 951-818-7856. Listen for Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young. Her show topics cover creating lasting transformation in challenging environments and how creating change can have an impact on the success of individuals from a mind, body, and spirit perspective. It's going to be inspiring and uplifting each week. So tune in on Tuesdays at 12 noon Pacific time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and also listen on the Voice America Business and Influencers channels. Transformation takes one step at a time. It's time. It's time to serve, learn, change the world. 
Tune in each week for the power of young people to change the world. Hosted by NYLC's CEO, Amy Muirs. The program is a forum for both young people and the adults who love and support them. We make connections with others through stories of change, partnership, and new perspectives of issues facing the world today. Be sure to join us every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time or anytime on demand on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. If you have a question for Dr. Gary or his guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. That's easy enough, but if you want to send an email, it will take some thinking. Got a pen? The email address is drgbmft at sbcglobal.net. Or you can just click on Email Host on the Voice America page. Now, back to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Welcome back, everybody. All right. You know, we're talking about will. The will, you know. Where is our will? (laughs) You know, willpower. You know, if you think about willpower and our will, what do you think propels these great athletes that work in the, that, you know, uh, perform in the Olympics and win and have a one second difference in a swimming, you know, match or whatever, you know, race? You know, come on. You, we all know that if you break that person's will, they will not win. And oftentimes people will break their own will and not win. And so the bottom line is we have to use our will to do great things in this life and we need to consciously understand is it working right now or is it not working? You know, it's something we all need yet never seem to have enough of. You know, temptation is all around us because we strive to complete all we set out to accomplish yet, you know, Sometimes we let ourselves have a back door and get out of things, and we then we lose self-control. We lose self-trust uh, in ourselves to get things done, and then we become people who procrastinate. We become people who self-defeat because we lack the will to get things done, and the more familiar you are with how to get that will back and to use it to fuel you, the better off you're going to be, you know? If you feel like you don't have enough self-control and you want to be more disciplined, willpower can be learned and it can be improved. It's defined as the ability to exert self-control and ignore negative impulses. And, and it's an integral part using our thought-based functioning to overpower unwanted thoughts, unwanted feelings, impulses. It includes being able to consciously regulate yourself when you need to and delayed gratification is another key aspect to willpower which takes patience it's the ability to resist short-term temptations and achieve long-term goals and when there's a larger long-term reward at stake it can serve as a motivation that's needed to avoid temptations and it's not unlimited Willpower can be depleted when it's not used or when it's overused. And it's a demanding lifestyle can quickly deplete even those with the most willpower and break them. And so those people have a long time because they get what's called burnout. 
And when you get to burnout, that means that you're going to pause for a very long time and you may never get your will back once you pause. That's why you want to have discipline to get your will. You want to have balance. You want to have boundaries. That's important. You know, learning how to say no to things that hurt you is self-love. That boosts your self-regard. The more you learn to say no to things that hurt you, the better off you're going to be as a person. And so it's really important for us to challenge ourselves to learn how to be self-disciplined, learn how to have goals, learn how to be methodical towards those goals, learn how to take it one bite at a time, and learn to be patient and accomplish hard things in our life that leave great legacies behind for all of us. You know, if, if we look about, at it, self-control is inherently important to living a healthy, balanced life. And it is the key determinant of your outcome. Maybe, you know, or maybe not. Willpower is important, but it's not necessarily the answer to everything. It's important to have some level of it, though. And being externally driven isn't enough to keep us going on the long term. We need to have some level of eternal, internal motivation to find success and balance. And one of the things that I think is very important is learning how to be existential. That means living in the moment and not trying to get down the road too far and not getting going into the past, but actually going right here where we are. And, and it, me doing therapy, what I do is I move from one client to the next, to the next, to the next, and I'm with each one of them in that moment. I'm nowhere else, nowhere else in my thoughts. I am there with them. And doing that keeps your energy and keeps your will right there where it needs to be. And that's an important thing to learn, and it's an important thing to do in our life. We need to be internally motivated, meaning we have internal emotions to get things done in this life. And we also need to have external emotions by the people that benefit from our decisions. And so it's important to use the will to do both external motivations and internal motivations, meaning we're staying on our purpose by doing things that are good for us. And that includes play. That includes having good times. That includes laughing. That means, ha you know, go have a beer with a friend. Spend some time with people that you love. Get that energy back. And then go back out and fight in your life to do great things. You know, it, the willpower can be in, improved. And th there's genetic factors that impact willpower. And it can be improved with practice. And it has the ability to defer gratification. That means that we learn from people in this life who actually do have a will. And anyone can work on the skill and increase their self-control. You know, genetic willpower would be the hard to improve, you know, for mom and dad. But if you have them as a role model and they do have will, then that's a good thing. And you want to be right there using those people in your life as motivators, using them as mentors. People that have a will have something to offer you already. If, it's, if they don't have a great skill, the will might be their skill. And if you can learn from that, you can do anything. You know, you also want to create balance and you want to have a plan. 
And, and you want to be alluring in your goals, meaning that people can clearly see you're headed in a good direction to do good things and people will get behind you. But if you're going to do destructive things and you're going to throw your will in that direction, what's likely going to happen over time is you will eventually self-destruct and lose everyone good around you. You know, it, it, it's important that we, the mental health, that our mental health is good because without it, we don't have the ability to manage our emotions. And it's very important to understand that we all have an emotional attachment to everything that we think about and talk about in this life. Everything that we think about and talk about has an emotional attachment. And before you're willing to make a decision, you need to weigh your emotional attachment to that decision and to that thought before you actually make the decision. That means we wade through the emotion with compassion and then hopefully get logic. And, and so sometimes we make impulsive decisions like, oh, I'm going to buy this because it's on sale, but we don't need it. And so we buy it and then we regret it and then we return it or we buy it and eat it. Um, but it's sad, but that's what we do when we make emotional decisions. So, so self-discipline is key. Keeping ourselves within that arena of self-discipline can help us overall. But once again, we really have to take our mental health seriously because that is guiding the ship. And that is how we self-regulate and that's how we learn to uh, make better decisions and that's how we become more natural and that's how we find peace in our life. You know what's amazing about peace is you don't have to do anything to get it. You just have to accept it. And that means that all of your emotions are available to you rather than trying to be happy or trying to be sad or whatever you're trying to be, manipulate with your emotions. No. If you're peaceful, you have access to all of your emotions, including your intuition. And that means that we accept where we're at and work with what we have. You know, it can be increasingly a part of our daily life if we make a conscious effort. And if we want to track our goals, that can help us because that's measurable. It's achievable. It's relevant. And it keeps us on track to getting things done. And that is a very important thing to do when we have goals is to continue to track them. And also, we want to reward ourselves in a healthy way. You know, you know, take a date night on in end of a productive week. Celebrate, you know, give yourself a chance to reward yourself for doing good things. But don't get, get caught up in the reward system. Get caught up in the idea of what you And you sell. Uh, uh, very, very. You want to engage behaviors. And healthy behaviors is a big deal. You do your best to eat regular meals, to get enough sleep, engage in mindful movement. Easier said than done. But having a healthy body and mind gives you the best foundation for employing deeper self-control. You know, find other people in your life that have willpower. That's important. You know, keep reminders while you're working towards goals. You know, self-control for the sake of self-control might only lead to long-term burnout. But remind yourself why you're working towards your goals with an inspirational notes or people around you that will talk 
invalidate you and give you that that sense of purpose and that sense of meaning. You know, give yourself reminders. You know, have someone text you, journal about what's motivating you. It's really important to keep that effort conscious. You also want to stay balanced. You know, motivation for productivity works best when balanced with recharging and relaxing activities. No one can focus all the time. That only depletes willpower. It might sound counterintuitive, but taking breaks does matter. And a lot of people need to take that serious. I know when, you know, doing therapy, you if I don't use that five to ten minutes that I get at the end of the hour just to recharge, I might not have the energy needed for the next session. So it's really important to, to use that rest and take it serious so that you can get great things done and not get burned out. You know, you also want to avoid short-term temptations. You know, plan for dealing with any roadblocks that may come up. If you know that there's going to be a roadblock, move it out of the way or plan on having that roadblock so that you can get around it. You know, maybe schedule a walk or, or, you know, if you hit the snooze button too many times in the morning, now you have to rush and you're unhappy and your day's starting on a bad note. You know, maybe you need to schedule a a daily meeting with a a colleague or a friend to keep you accountable when it's time to start the day. Be be proactive in minimizing your short-term temptations. You also want to focus on what's important. And that means you prioritize what's important to you and where you want to allocate most of your willpower because it's a limited resource. So focus your willpower on top-level things that are most important to you and that will help you feel more fulfilled. At the end of the day, this is a problem with people that call themselves givers and pleasers. Givers and pleasers tend to put other people ahead of them instead of knowing, you know, that they are giving $50 when all they have is five, you know, and that's a sad thing. But givers will give away everything. And so being a giver is not necessarily a good thing because you will lose your will. And you will not learn how to use your will, and you will not learn how to have boundaries. So when people call themselves a giver, you need to give to yourself first before you give to other people in order for you to have what you need to do quality instead of quantity. You know, people pleasers always put their self-esteem based on how other people see them. And that is a very destructive thing. You need to see yourself. That's why willpower is important. You see yourself, you see your goals, and you see where you're headed. You know what your intentions are. That's going to drive you. And that's a good thing. And that's where you need to have that energy. And, and, And you also need to surround yourself with people that do have a will so that you can continuously find your will within yourself. Now, it's important to focus on what's important. You know, uh, try some of the things we're talking about here so that you can help yourself. You know, if you're struggling to find internal motivation and self-regulate, a therapist can help you. And it's a great option. And it can bring you convenient, affordable uh, therapy if that's what you need. And it can help you. And so we want to, if we can't get it within ourselves, let's go somewhere where we can learn it. That's important. You know, think of the last time you struggled to focus on a boring or a difficult task and your wandering attention probably felt like it was outside of your control, as if you suddenly lost the ability to focus. Didn't even know how to regain it. You know, we all feel like that. 
Even in those moments, when you feel like you're fighting against your own instincts, you can stop procrastinating and get focused. You just need to recharge your willpower. Willpower gives you energy, endurance to deal with challenges, the ability to persevere in the face of setbacks. It defines who you are, your character, how you're viewed, how other people look up to you or not look up to you. It also is the strength to tolerate conflict or stress that might otherwise make other people run away from their goals, you know, or what they care about. You know, a lot of people will avoid conflict. A lot of people will avert and, and, and fight or flight, they, they will fly. And unfortunately, that has no will, that has no drive. And it's really hard uh, to be with someone who has no will because you have to keep dragging them through their life and you have to keep dragging them on in your life. And so that can be a very difficult thing. That's why it's a challenge to have people who are depressed or anxious, living in fear, living in their emotions, and then you have to drag that into your life. If you're not that way, that means you have to drag them forward because they won't do it for themselves. And so they lose that sense of will. And so what I'm saying is um, it's not evil or bad. It's human to be depressed or anxious. It's just important that you take it serious and that you try to heal it and that you try to get your will back so that you can stand on your own two feet. You know, it needs to be trained, developed and maintained. And a lot of people say they have no willpower, but nothing I've come across suggests a willpower gene I think it is a learned behavior that we actually get in life by learning how other people live. You know, it, it works like a muscle. It needs to be trained and developed. And so you want to look at some things that you need to do. And one of the things is remember your goals, especially when you're in the process of doing something hard. If your willpower feels drained, think of the task at hand as a necessary thing to help you achieve your goals. It's very easily depleted if it's disconnected from your values and goals. Your values, your essence is your will. You need to grab it, you need to use it, and you need to commit. You need to commit if you're going to marry, you need to commit to your decisions, you need to commit to that car you bought, you need to commit to the house you bought, and all that kind of stuff. You got to commit to it and make it happen. And if you do that, your life is going to be a lot richer. All right, we're going to take another break, talk about how to get that will back. So come back. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Dr. Gary Bell is available for speaking engagements as well as teaching at your seminar or workshop and life coaching via telephone Skype or in person in the Seattle area. Dr. Bell brings his no-nonsense, straight-from-the-hip discussions each week on the show, but it doesn't stop there. Learn about motivation and psychology, one-couple marriage repair, a two-day workshop in Seattle, and more. Visit drgbmft.com today or call Dr. Gary Bell at 951-818-7856. That's drgbmft.com or 951-818-7856. Unravel the mysteries of metaphysics every week on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Join host Barb Crowley 
as she and her insightful guest share what's been learned behind the veil, going just beyond our five senses. Now you can see things with an entirely different point of view. Tune in for Metaphysics, A View Through the Veil, broadcasting live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Use it to explore your advantage and deeper understanding. What's the difference between leaders who achieve exceptional results with ease and those who struggle to keep up? Tune in for Leading on Purpose with Nicole Bendeley. You'll discover the simple practices that are making the biggest difference to a leader's success today. You'll meet leaders who are bringing out the best in their teams. You'll gain practical strategies to lead yourself and others to high performance with ease. Leading on Purpose airs live Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are tuned in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. If you have a question for Dr. Gary or his guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. That's easy enough, but if you want to send an email, it will take some thinking. Got a pen? The email address is drgbmft at sbcglobal.net. Or you can just click on Email Host on the Voice America page. Now, back to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Welcome back, everybody. All right, we're talking about the will. Do you have a will? Where is your will? You know, we need to find that thing. You know, if here's an example. If you don't like to invoice, let's say you own your own small business and you really hate the invoicing. It's a really isolated tax. It makes it hard to do. But if you recast it as one of the ways to build a thriving business, and then the passion that you feel for your business will help motivate you to focus on and even enjoy the invoicing. You know, that would be an example of doing something that's hard, but doing it for all the right reasons and doing it in a good way and doing quality work instead of just doing it. You know, when you're working towards a goal, you're bound to hit tough times. You know, to reach really ambitious goals, you need to treat and persist the stressful situations that come our way. Even when anxiety and fear or even boredom threaten to sap your power, the mindfulness in the moment helps you cope with stress and strengthen the willpower. You, you try, for, try to be mindful. Try to be just in the moment. Don't go with the fear. Don't go running down the road and catastrophize. That saps your energy. It kills your ability to get things done. When you live in fear, it is a completely destructive life. You need to live in faith that things will keep coming your way if you just keep marching forward. We need to keep going. You know, the other thing is failure. A lot of people have freakouts about failure. And the bottom line is, <laughs> what do you think the scientific process is? Fail, 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 fail. And that's how we learn. And that's how we evolve. And that's how we discover things through failure. Some people make that a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. It's not important what happens to you. It's more important how you choose to respond. You know, are you going to live as a reactive person, reacting to everything in your life, especially with fear? Or are you going to be a responsive person, meaning that you actually think clearly and choose how to respond? 
That's called maturity. And people that do that have a better shot at being in the moment and getting things done and overcoming anxiety, overcoming barriers, overcoming difficulties, overcoming other nasty personalities that we have to deal with. You also want to forgive yourself for whenever you make a mistake. We're all making mistakes constantly. Your willpower will be stronger if you take those errors in stride. Forgiving yourself for mistakes increases motivation and it will teach you something. All mistakes, all failures teach us something. That is the purpose. That's the purpose. And that's what you want to grab onto to make your life better. You also want to connect with other people. You know, if you're the smartest person in the room, go to a room where people are smarter than you so that you can learn from them. Some people want to think that they are the smartest person in the room and that they rule the roost. No, we don't want that kind of power. We want to learn from other people that have evolved beyond us so that we can evolve beyond ourselves. You know, but we want to be nice to ourselves when we make mistakes, when we do things that that we could have done a better job, forgive ourselves and get back on the horse and try it again, maybe in a different way, maybe in a more creative way. But we learned, we learned, and that's the most important part. You also have to trust that it will get easier as we gain more knowledge. When we do hard and we start to collect that knowledge and we start moving towards hard and as we go into hard, things become easier because our brain is much more susceptible to understanding and looking more smartly for things that we need to get that knowledge and to get things done. So we're much wiser as we move into hard things. It gets easier. We often struggle to stay engaged during difficult tasks because we imagine sometimes unconsciously that we will continue just to always be this hard all the way to the future. And we feel defeated or hopeless and we give up. And that's just a, a stupid trick that we do in our mind to ourselves. We, we predict hard all the time. No, it's not always going to be hard. We're going to be wiser and wiser and wiser and wiser. That's what we have to do. We want to combat that feeling. Remember that your skill improves with practice and appreciate that a task is difficult, but don't let yourself uh, 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 this, go to the story that it's always going to be difficult. You know, it gets easier over time. You just got to stick with it. And once again, stop trying. Do I will or I won't? I will or I won't. That's where life, the rubber meets the road. I will or I won't. Not I'll try. I'll try is a worthless, worthless word. Just do it. Don't you dare think about, you know, how to stop. Don't you dare think about the fears. Think about the barriers that might be ahead of you and how to get around them. You know, and chances are imagining yourself to be successful, you will be successful. But if you're going to focus on what's going to get in your way all the time and then try and discourage yourself because of the barriers that might get in the way, you likely will destroy and stop. So we want to have that, that sense of completion in our life. Completion is how we build our value. We need to complete. And a lot of people don't take that seriously. Set a goal, set a process, and complete and see how you feel after. You know, do something hard and then check in with how you feel rather than how do I feel right now and I'll make a decision based on my emotion. 
You know, give yourself some things that you're going to tell yourself to do and you stay with it. I'll eat more healthy. I will exercise. I won't eat junk food. You know, exercise your muscle of self-control and you will develop self-control. You know, avoid the one the, 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 the this was the big this is a really big one is avoiding the don'ts and the won'ts. And you want to focus on the will. That's it. Not the won'ts and don'ts, but the will and what I can do. You know, when we deprive ourselves of something, it only cre- increases our desire for more. You know, to succeed at our willpower challenges, we need to find the state of mind and the body that puts our energy towards self-control, not self-defense. It's, a, it's no secret. You know, practicing mindfulness, meditation, being in the moment, being experiential, meaning I'm going to experience something, being existential, meaning I'm going to exist in this moment, that will improve our health and our well-being, our brain functions. It's incredible. And it can harness our willpower and our self-control. And if we want to teach other people something in our life, do hard and do it with your will, because that makes a difference. You know, take the, you know, sometimes you might want to teach yourself to be patient, you know, like maybe, maybe you take the longest line at the supermarket or you intentionally drive in the slow lane or you drive behind Grandpa Grunt, who's 800 years old, driving two miles an hour on the freeway. Give yourself that understanding of trying to be patient. You know, you have to learn that. And we're going to talk about, actually, we're going to talk about uh, being impatient in our next show. But, uh, you know, take every chance in life and practice mindfulness and see what happens. That's how we learn to grab that will. You take a leap of faith. You enjoy the journey. You learn from the journey. And then you take it and apply it to your life. That's really, really important. And... Another thing for self-discipline and learning how to get your will is you don't reward good with bad. So you do something great and then you eat a gallon of ice cream. That's bad. (laughs) I know it tastes good, but that's not a good reward system. You want to have a positive reward system. You know, uh, you'll trust your impulses more if you don't fall into that by giving yourself something bad as a reward. I know we've all done it. I know I do it. Uh, justified eating a cookie or getting drunk or or, or uh, we worked out so now I can uh, drink 10 beers, whatever. You know, that kind of reward system is not a healthy reward system and it teaches us not to trust ourselves. You know, the, you know it, it's really questionable logic. And the problem is how it tricks us into acting against our own best interest. You know, the harmless rewards we sometimes give ourselves deplete our willpower and exhaust our self-discipline that we've just taught ourselves by doing something hard. And so, you know, we need to be able to have good reward systems that are healthy, maybe give something to somebody else instead of ourselves. You know, if you've... Uh, spend a day, you know, lots of people, especially with the pandemic, have pornography issues. Well, guess what? Give yourself $5 every day that you don't look at pornography and see what it buys you. And maybe you can take your wife out for a wonderful dinner. You know, 
letting yourself, teaching yourself to have the discipline, you may want to give yourself a reward that pays you off down the road. Maybe every day that you don't do something like pornography or whatever, you invest money. And, and you invest more money every single time that you don't do it. That's a reward system that's actually good for you. You know, it's really important that we give uh, good rewards for good actions and we train ourselves for the best and not the worst. And, and, and also, when we are, uh, have decision fatigue, we lose our will. That means that we make too many decisions all the time. And that's, my friends, what we call a control freak. People that make want to make all of the decisions tend to want to control all the outcomes. And so a person who is wise, a person who has good self-discipline, a person who has willpower is actually willing to delegate and be supported. And that's really important. You know, it's all, you know, if you want to eat healthy, for instance, it is good, you know, have your meals and, and outfits ready, planned out the week before it begins. Try to avoid going to the grocery store or watching TV, you know, this heavy with advertisements, especially later at night when you are already made a lot of your decisions for the day and it's depleted most of your willpower. You know, you want to create these automatic habits if you're going to build that willpower. You want to overcome bad behavior. You have to stop your automatic self from slipping down that path. When we decide to fight off things like decision fatigue, it also doesn't happen in the first place. We have to fight that on a consistent basis, meaning that we may not be the expert, but we may find somebody that is an expert at something that we need. You know, subconscious habits have a tendency to erode our will. Habits often occur without our permission. You know, it could be reshaped by fiddling with the parts. So they shape our lives far more than we realize. And they're so strong, these habits. In fact, they cause our brains to cling to them for, uh, for everything, including common sense, which goes out the door when we develop especially negative habits. You know, our conscious self can't always be activated, so we have to train our automatic self with good habits so that when the autopilot switches on, we are ready, set, and go. You know, each time we go towards a bad habit, we make it more likely we'll do it again. But in the same way, each time we engage in a good habit, we make it more likely that we'll do that again. So we can teach ourselves to have good will, to have good sense of getting things done, to having a more purposeful life. You know, we want to use even social pressure in the right way, meaning that we have people in our lives to push us forward, to encourage us to do the right thing and to tell us how much they appreciate the progress that we're making. You know, that willpower is a muscle and it can be taken care of or not used at all. And carefully used, it will become very strong. And that's an important thing, that we have the right and the ability to shape our life, but we can't do it without clinging to our soul, our will, our purpose, and our passions. All right, that's our show. I want to, I want, you know, thank you for listening. I love hearing from you. And, and you can do that on our webpage at voiceamerica.com, the Empowerment Channel, Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Now remember, you would not worry so much about what other people think of you until you realize how little they do. <laughs> That's Eleanor Roosevelt, by the way. Also, history should be worried about every generation's 
will to power. And great souls have wills. Feeble ones only have wishes. I love that one. And also, don't sweat the petty things and don't pet the sweaty things. (laughs) And that's me every morning after I work out. So thanks for listening, everybody. That's our show for this week. Please join Dr. Gary Bell for another edition of Absurd Psychology next Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now go impress your friends and family with what you've learned today and have them tune in next week so they can be almost as smart as you. 